Hello and welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti Tim. Today, we're going to continue from previous episode. This is episode 31. And we're gonna continue from what we talk about, especially in episode 28 and 29 about the two minds that we have. So I'm gonna bring it closer so that we can understand about our reactive mind or in another word, we call it the ego mind, our own ego. What is it that we call ego? So I'm going to give you some example, some story that is um, going on in our everyday lives. For example, um, three friends, okay, uh, sitting at the restaurant having dinners, okay, enjoying themselves, enjoying each other's company. So you have friend A, friend B, and friend C, okay, let's call them A, B, C. So while they are sitting at the table enjoying dinner, and then the restaurant, you know, they have music and stuff, and they, there's a song coming up, they play a song. So, friend A, the first person, happened to like that song, right? The song made um, friend A feels uh, happy, feels good. Okay. Friend B, unfortunately, does not like that song. So when when friend B hear that song, friend B has this. Um, what you we call it uh, like a not pleasant feeling inside because friend B does not like that song, not happy to hear that song. Friend C, on the other hand, he has no reaction to the song. He neither like or dislike the song. Okay, so think about this reaction from the three friends. One song, three reactions. Okay, so for friend A, friend A say the song make him happy. Friend B say the song make him or her not, you know, happy, don't like it. Friend C has no opinion. Okay. So, think about this. The song is just one same sound, right? And you have three different emotions, three different feelings from three different people. So, the question is, does the song, can the, can the song make friend A 
has the power to make friend A happy, has the power to make friend B unhappy, and has the power to make friend C neither happy nor unhappy. Does the song have that power, the controlling power to make all those three people experience different emotions? Can the song do that? Think about this a little bit. The song is a song. Same sound, the same music, the same everything. But the song can make three people have three different emotions, three different reactions. The song can make them happy, unhappy, and not happy, or unhappy. Can the song have that power? Or is it something else? You see, the song is just a song. It's the reaction that makes us feel differently. Right? So, in another word, the song is just an event. It's a phenomenon. It's a phenomenon. It's a cause. It is causing the three friends to have different emotion to have different reaction so the emotion or the feeling that come up into friend a did the song create that emotion for friend a or does friend a create that emotion himself or herself okay the same goes with friend b the same goes with friend c so Mr. A create that feeling himself, correct? You follow me so far? The feeling, the happy feeling that Mr. A have is an emotion that come from inside of him, correct? It's not something that the song put into him. It's he himself or she herself create that emotion that alone belongs to him or her. So the emotion, the reaction create the feeling from within. The feeling of happy or unhappy that arise within Mr. A, B, and C are created by each and individual person. The feeling are created by the people themselves. The, the song did not create the feeling. You follow? If the song were to create the feeling, why wouldn't the all three people have the same experience as happy all three, or not happy all three, or just neutral all three? 
See, the so the song the, does not have the power to create the feeling inside friend A or friend B or friend C, but it is the reaction. Okay, from Mr. A, Mr. B, or Mr. C toward that song. And that reaction from within create that emotion, create that feeling of happy, not happy, or neither like or nor dislike. Okay? So, so far, I think you understand what I'm talking about here. That the feeling is created by us, by 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 ourselves, we are the one who are responsible of our own feeling. We are the one who created that feeling. Okay, the song, the song that they hear, the song is the cause. Okay, the song is the cause. The song is the trigger. The emotion that friend A, friend B, and friend C has is the effect. Okay? So, there's cause and effect. Okay? There's a trigger and there's a result. Please make sure you understand this. These, there are two parts here that are separate from each other. One is the cause and one is the effect or the re we can call it the reaction or the result of what happened. So the feeling, the emotion that friends A, friend B, and friend C create belongs to them and they are the one who are responsible for their own feeling, for their own emotion. Right? Alright. Another example. So let's say uh, two boys, two little, two little boys were playing at the playground or something. And then, you know, it's getting late. And then mom said, hey, boys, let's go home. It's time to go home. It's getting late. One boy said, okay, mom. And then he ran, you know, toward his mom, you know, getting off the swing, getting off the slide. The other one said, no, I don't want to go home. I want to play a little longer. Okay. And then when mom starts saying, come on, let's go home. And now the other boy start yelling, start screaming, say, no, I don't want to go. I want to play more, right? And, and throw the tantrum and things like that. Okay. Does mom has the power to put that feeling, to put that emotion inside the boy? Or the boy is the one who creates his own feeling and his own emotion. 
see, it's the same thing, right? The same, the same scenario with the friends. Mom does not have any power over the boy's feeling. She is the trigger. She is the cause. But both boys have their own opinion, have their own feeling, their own reaction. One react by complying, by saying, yes, mom, okay, and then he's fine. The other one react negatively or against mom's wish and start fighting, start arguing. You see the reaction that create the feeling, create the emotion. And normally, and like for the boy, when mom do you know say things like that, the boy don't like it, and the boy say it's because of mom. Mom make him not happy. Right, now he's not happy because of his mom. But now you know that the unhappiness inside the boy's um, heart is created by his own reaction. It's not something that his mom put into his heart to make it him like that. He's created that feeling within himself because he doesn't want to go home. So he created that feeling. You follow? There's two events here that is very close to here. It's cause and effect, cause and effect, right? Okay. So let's see. I'm gonna give you guys another example. You're walking down the street. You know, on the sidewalk, just enjoying your stroll. And coming from the opposite direction. If you are, let's say, you are a guy, you're a male. And you see this handsome looking guy, looking dude. He's really nicely, he's nicely built, right? Nice hair, uh, has a nice hair, has a very nice dress, okay? Very um, elegant, nice shoes, nice watch, very nice and clean looking, you know? And when you see the person come and then all of a sudden you have this the the feeling of inferiority you feel kind of wow look at him and then look at me i'm wow you know you feel kind of okay uh i'm kind of not as good as as he is he's really you know, well, manner and all the good stuff. I'm not. So that feeling, okay, just remember that. Keep that in mind. So the man has that inferior feeling inside him. Another example that is similar is let's say you are a woman, you are a girl, walking the street, walking the sidewalk, and coming from the opposite direction, 
a beautifully a beautiful woman walking and she's nicely dressed you know has really nice uh, hairdo beautiful makeup nice figure uh, nice manicure pedicure nice uh, handbag and all that very nice okay and all of a sudden you as a woman or a lady or a girl you feel jealous okay just imagine that now the feeling of inferiority in the man or the feeling of jealousy in the woman arise within the person themselves right the handsome guy or the beautiful well-dressed woman does not create that feeling inside of that man or, or that woman who is walking they were just walking by themselves but the feeling arise within these two over here that has the feeling of inferiority or or, or jealous or jealousy so as you can see the feeling is created by ourselves happy or unhappy jealous mad angry or whatnot we are the one who create those feelings okay now please remember this we are creating we react to this thing our reaction to all of these things that we encounter this is what we call ego okay the beautiful woman the handsome gentleman they are the cause okay they are the trigger to your to the to the man or the woman walking okay so but the man and or the woman walking react within themselves and the feeling come up within themselves the feeling of inferiority or the feeling of jealousy it come up from within you see that they walk by themselves you know they have they don't know you they they have no clue what you feel and stuff but we are the men and women here have this feeling inside okay i'm not talking about you you but but i think you know what i'm talking about another word we are responsible for our own feeling that keep coming up as reaction to all the things that we run into you follow this is this is what we call ego all right so this ego here is very near and dear to us that is so close and it happens all the time throughout our lives since we are little not just now not just not when you're teenager or in your 20 or in your 60 or whatever it started as 
young as we we start to understand, start to realize things, we have this built-in. Is this is a built-in thing for all human? We all human operate um, in the default mode like this. Okay. The anger that we have, the the jealousy, the happiness, and all of those, just like I uh, went over in episode 30, all of these ingredients of our mind, we all have it. It's just wait for the condition. When the, when the certain condition comes, that mind faculties arise when you see somebody cut you off on the street your mind faculty the anger mind faculty arise and you you your your blood uh temperature goes up and you you know you you get mad this is what we're talking about this is what this is one important thing about Buddha's teaching that the Buddha concentrates on is to watch your mind, especially this one right here. This very mind that is that keeps reacting to all this event phenomena that we run into every single day. Okay, this is what we call the ego mind. When we, when we don't understand this, and most people don't, because it's our way of grow up. It's, it's our, it, because it is our default mode. So we never notice this. When something thing, when something happens, we react and we feel and, and it's normal. Right? We think, we think that's normal. We react to things. That's what we call normal people. But to an awakened one, to the Buddha, the Buddha said that is not normal. That is an abnormal mind that we all say that's normal, that we react to things and, you know, we, we watch TV, we start laughing and, th- and we hear things, we start, we, we have opinion, we we, we, we say things back and we think that's, that's normal life. Yes, for us ordinary people, we call that as normal. And that is the precise reason why when there is issue, when we are angry, when we are depressed, when we are anxious, when we are mad, we are upset, we always blame on others, people, on everything around us, but ourselves. We blame everything out there, but ourselves. We do not understand about this cause and effect. We do not understand that we are the one who create this very feeling within us. We are the one who are responsible for our own feeling, for our own emotion. Yes, the triggers are out there, but we 
as an awakened person, we don't have to react. That's the important things that the Buddha keeps stressing on. You don't have to react because as long as you keep reacting to things around you, you will never have peace inside. As long as you keep reacting to everything around you, you will never have peace inside. You cannot tell the world outside of you not to do, not to happen in a certain way. There's no way you can do that. It's not possible. Things always happen. Okay? You live in a society. You live in a community. You live in a family. There's always friction. Your parents, your brothers or your sister, your children, they all have their own individual minds. And every single mind have different opinions. When they say things that agree with you, you're happy. When they say things that you don't agree with, you're not happy. You see how it goes? You see you see what the so-called normal, ordinary, ordinary mind goes? We keep responding, we keep reacting to all the little things that happen all around us. Okay? To what the children do, to what the parents say, to what the siblings, you know, say or do, or the criticism from friends or criticism from work or whatever, and we react and we, with all kinds of emotion. Can, can you see that we are caught up in this, what we call in Buddhism, a worldwide wind, the storm that never stops blowing? We just keep going from one emotion to the next based on what happens next. We're laughing one at one moment and we fight in the next moment. Why? Because when there's cause, we create the effect, boom, right away. We react right away, boom. That's what called samsara. That is samsara. As long as you keep getting involved in this thing here, it will never end. It never ends. It will continue on and on and on from this lifetime until the end of this lifetime and then as the new, as your karmic energy carries over to the next life, whoever born in the next life continue this cycle of cause and effect. It's eternal. An awakened mind stop doing that. An awakened mind start to understand that, hey, my own mind, my own emotion should be here, should be kept within me. Just because there's a trigger, just because there's a cause, 
out there. Why would I let those cause and trigger trigger something in me to create negative energy or even positive uh, positive um, reaction? Either way, right? Because you cannot stop. You cannot just pick and choose. Oh, I only want negative, uh, positive, not negative. You cannot do that. When you live in the world, everything comes, both comes, both positive and negative. We're pulled on top of you every single day, every single minute. You cannot pick and choose. Whatever comes, comes. But how you react or you don't react, now you have a choice. See? If you can understand this point, then you can understand that, hey, that's why for the awakened mind, they stop blaming people. They stop blaming everything outside. They say, wait a minute. The misery, the suffering that I have, the mental anxiety, the, the depression, or, you know, the stress, is I am the one who's creating this. And I thought somebody else created for me. They are the cause, yes, but I don't have to produce that effect. You see? I don't have to go along with whatever trigger. Because my, my own emotion, my own feeling is within me. I don't have to go along with all of this blowing phenomenon around me. I don't have to do that. What's in me, I like to have peace. I like to be happy. So why would I create something that is not happy? Why would I create negative energy within me? See, this is very important. So when you understand this point, then you can learn to observe your own mind, not to react. Because the reactive mind, just like I have mentioned over and over and over again, the reactive mind is the ego. It's the ego that brings you problem that bring you suffering, you cannot sleep, you have insomnia because you keep thinking about all oh, why this and why that, that shouldn't happen, is it? No. You see, how we create our own uh, destructive um, habit, we keep doing it over and over and over again and thoughts running in our head. It's time to stop. Right? It's time to wake up from this so-called normal human behavior. It's not normal. It's a sick behavior. Okay? This is what the Buddha, the Buddha said. When people say it's normal, they are, the, the way they're thinking is normal, it's not. It's a sick behavior because people 
are like walking within this scope of 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 dream of reaction, kind of like without understanding what's going on within the mind. It's almost like a like a zombie walking, just reacting to stuff, have no clue what's going on. It's time to wake up. That hey, you don't have to do that. That's not normal. Okay, that's not normal. An awakened mind is a real normal mind, and a truly normal mind is an extraordinary mind. See, this is the very first step in understanding what life is. If you can understand this, then it's the first step. Okay, this is. It's not the whole picture, but at least now when you start to understand your 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 reaction, your emotion, then you start to okay. Let me bring it down. Let me slow down. Not reacting, because my mind, I want to keep it happy. I don't need to uh, to get caught up in all this emotion and stuff. And then you start to have more peace within you. You're not reacting anymore. Now it doesn't mean that you have to. You don't have to do anything. It doesn't mean that either. Okay, there are times you have now, when you become awake. You can assess the situation, whether people cuss at you or what. You can assess the situation and say, "Do I need to do that? Do I need to respond and to to create?" Um, to create my own, to to burn myself inside. Is it worth my my inner peace to burn myself because I just wanna get even with the person who called me a dog? I I I'm not gonna let that happen. I'm gonna you know call him back or something. Is that what you want, or you want to assess a situation, look at things from a different perspective? See, you have an option. It's not that you don't. You can remain calm if somebody, let's say, somebody call you a dog. You can say, you know, not just be a sneaky, sneak, sneak or anything. You say, sorry, that's not me. You can always say that, and or you can just walk away, because it's not worth your peace of mind. You see, it's not worth your peace of mind when you respond. In an anger manner or in whatever, that's ego. Ego always want to win. You see, and ego will never give you the rest, the the rest that you that you want. Ego always want to do something to to up somebody, you know, to compete, to to be this and to be that. That's what ego is. Okay, and you will never have peace. With ego. Okay. Your ego is not you. But if you're not careful, you will think. You will become your ego. That's why, the ordinary quote unquote the ordinary person, always say I am happy. I'm sad. I'm so mad. I'm angry. See, actually that's ego talk. 
That's not you, the real you inside talk. That's ego talk. So, if you, if if you can see that, then you will realize that oh, this ego here is very it's it's so close, right? It's 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 in there. It's in it's inside you, and that you 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 can't if you don't watch it, it will come up right away. Boom. To protect itself. That ego is sort of like part of you. It sticks on top of you. Um, and it's always there. Because it part, it's part of the mind. And as I have covered in episode 30, the different unwholesome mind faculties, especially those, you have to keep watch for those. Those are the ones who react and get you into trouble. See, this is so important that to keep, to have peace. When you start to have peace within you, when you stop reacting, okay, then you can start seeing things as the way they are. You can start to understand people because now when the process of awakening makes you a different person, make you think differently from before. You don't just react to things anymore. And when you don't react, you start seeing the event that is unfolding, always unfolding around you as the way they are. When things happen, you say, okay, that happened. Then you can assess whatever happened, whether you should, what is it that you should or you need to do. You see, that's different. It's different from reacting without thinking, which is ego. Okay? When you take away the ego, when you take away the reaction, reactive mode all the time, which has been a habit since birth, you start to see things the way they are when they happen, and you can assess the situation without having the emotion involved. When you put the emotion aside, and you start to see everything the way they are, then that's when wisdom arises. You will always have wisdom buried inside you. But you never get to explore that field of wisdom that you have. Why? Because you're always running on ego. When you're running on ego, wisdom cannot arise. But when you start to understand what ego is, you put ego aside, you put your emotion aside, you calm, you keep calm, and you just see things as they happen, you hear things as they come, and you just assess, look at the situation, whether you need to respond, you need to do things, or you don't need to. Then you start to see things differently. That's what's called an awakened mind. And more and more you will start to see things. 
things will start to change for you even more. As more wisdom arise, you start to understand more and more about how life is, how life works, how the universe works, how everything works. Okay, and that's a whole other field that you have no clue of. You never get to understand because. The ego is on top of you. So the e- to removing the ego is the very first thing that quote unquote normal people needs to do. Remove the ego, remove the emotion, remove the reaction. Then you start to see more reality. Then you can start to feel the inner you. You can start to see you can to see the wisdom in you that you never know it exists. They start to show up, and then wisdom will lead you your way. Wisdom will become your guide instead of ego. You see the difference when wisdom arrives, ego falls away. And you know how to conduct your life according to the wisdom inside. This is a much better way of conducting one's life. This is a way of an awakened person, of an enlightened person. So, an awakened process or enlightened process takes time, needs time. Needs practice, needs patience, because it has been your habit for all of your life up until now. To unwind it requires effort from your part. Okay, requires patience from your part. Require understanding from your part that I need to unwind my own ego. And as just as anything, when you first start, it's always you know struggle at first. It's difficult, but if you keep doing it, it will become easier and easier, just like anything else. After a while, you will operate on wisdom. Let wisdom, which is always inside you, guide you. Instead of living with the ego that is creating misery, creating havocs in your life, you transition to the other side of you, which up until now you have probably not experienced much. So there you go. I hope you got something from this. Episode, and as always, you are welcome to leave me a voicemail or question if you like. And this is part of my new book that is coming out soon. Um, it's gonna be my new ebook, and the title is called "A New Me." Yes, a new me. That will be my new. 
book coming out soon, probably in January. Okay, right now it's December 21st, 2020. So, yeah, I'm wrapping it up and I'm gonna put it out really soon. That's part of my new book. So, yes, this is what I have for you today. Hopefully, you benefit uh, something, you, you get something out of it. I hope you find what it is. I hope you get to understand what this ego is and have a much better, better life with the guidance of your wisdom that is always inside you instead of your ego. Okay, namaste.